with P.J. Glasser and Denton Day on the BetQL Network. Presented by BetMGM. Welcome back. Sunday's Bets here on the BetQL Network. P.J. Glasser, Denton Day. Hour number two here of the show with you guys until 4 o'clock Eastern time. You can watch us on twitch.tv slash BetQL. You can also... Listen on YouTube backslash Odyssey Sports for free on the Odyssey app or across uh, Odyssey stations all over the country. South Florida, SMU at halftime. The Bulls leading by 8, 34 to 26. We got one play already home today. That was St. John's in the first half. Now we need SMU with a little second half comeback. I have made three live bets while we were at the break. I took SMU plus five and a half, minus 125 against South Florida. I took Creighton, plus six and a half against St. John's. And then I took Rutgers, plus eight and a half against Maryland. What could go wrong, Dan? It's not often. Three games are at halftime at the same spot. And I like the live betting opportunities in all three. But uh, I think we got I think we got a nice spot for all three of these teams certainly Rutgers at home I think they're going to make a comeback Creighton's offense went really cold for the final six minutes of the first half St. John's you know it's much like how Creighton had a great first half against UConn Connecticut kind of made their run in the second half I think Creighton's going to be able to do the same thing in St. John's that first half was a game of big time runs St. John's had a 10-0 run Creighton responded with an 11-0 run and then St. John's went on another big run into halftime, so I like that. And then SMU just has not been able to hit shots in the first half. Probably fortunate to only be down eight. I think if they start making some of their shots, they could uh, make a little bit of a comeback. So, Den, what what say you on any three of those live bets? Anything interests you? Anything you're going to join me on? I probably should join you on Creighton, but I don't know. I have this weird feeling in my gut that I'm going to lay off it. Uh, I'm going to lay off it. Who do, hey, may, maybe, maybe all the trash I was talking about, Rutgers... And they'll prove me wrong and score more than 18 points on 19 shots in 20 minutes in the next half, which is what they did in the first half. That's that's a remarkable amount of numbers that flow together there. Yeah, that's. I mean, the live total is 114 and a half. So I, we just need they some kind of. They literally can't score less. I mean, they, they like they cannot score less than 18 points in the second half. No, they, they really can't. Uh, Denton, whose offense is going to be worse, Rutgers basketball this year or Rutgers football for next year as we look at the Big Ten futures for next season in college football? And uh, Greg Schiano's done a great job with Rutgers. Denton, ever since he took over that program, it was in the dumps. They were terrible to the point where, like, I mean, they were a 50-point dog at one point to, like, Ohio State a couple of years ago. Now they've actually started to win some games. They made a bowl game this past year against Miami in the Pinstripe Bowl. They were able to win that. Now they come in to this season, and uh, they're they're certainly one of the underdogs in the Big Ten. Ohio State is your favorite to go along with Oregon as the two top teams in the Big Ten. Michigan's up there as well. Den, who's your team to beat in the Big Ten heading into 2024? I mean, it's got to be Ohio State. They have not a flawless roster, so to speak, but they have a really, really good one. They've kind of become wide receiver U, the way they're just pumping guys out. I mean, if you think of the past like four receiving classes, that they've had they don't have anybody like marvin harrison jr on the roster next year 
yet because we didn't know. I mean, we didn't know who was going to be good, and they just seemingly have guys that are popping up all over the place. And then you look at their running back room as well. I don't know how Will Howard is going to translate a quarterback. Like, he's better than Kyle McCord, who they had last season. But Kyle McCord was so noticeably lesser than what we're used to at Ohio State. It was impossible to to dodge. I think Will Howard will be better, but I still don't think he's like a Justin Fields, C.J. Stroud caliber of of player. If he if he was, they would have already had him, right? Like that's kind of the hard truth of the transfer portal. If you were already that good, you would have been at one of these schools. So maybe they can take Will Howard and lift him. And we've seen a lot of guys be lifted at other programs, but like Will Howard's played a lot of years in college football. I, I do wonder if we've seen the best of what he can he can be already. But at the same time, Ohio State just so talented. So they would be the team to beat. But man, PJ, I love Oregon. I love, love, love Oregon. I'm still not used to calling them a Big Ten team, so they don't immediately jump to mind when you ask who's the best team in the Big Ten. But, man, you want to talk about quarterback. They got two of them. They got two guys that are great quarterbacks, and they have, for my money, the best coach in the Big Ten Conference. I don't think you'll find anybody better in the conference than Dan Lanning. Uh, and I would, I think I would have said that even if Harbaugh was still there, I love Jim Harbaugh, but I really, really love Dan Lanning and what he's done with the culture, what he's done with that program in particular. Like he did get a little trigger happy with the fourth down stuff in that first Washington game last year. But Oregon is, if anyone's going to challenge Ohio state, at least at this moment, it's going to be Oregon. Yeah. I mean, I don't really think that's a hot take, especially like you said, Harbaugh leaving Michigan DeBoer leaving Washington to go to Tuscaloosa. I mean, it's pretty much Ryan day or Dan Lanning at this point. And I think you ask Ohio state fans and they would rather have Dan Lanning probably at this point. <laughs> the one thing Ryan day is good at is calling plays and he, they even had to bring in chip Kelly to do that. So it's going to be an interesting dynamic there. I mean, I agree. Like the top two teams are Ohio State and Oregon. I think it's pretty clear cut. I'm honestly surprised Michigan is favored as high as they are at 11 to 1. It's going to be even that much harder to repeat now with the expanded playoff. You're going to be bringing in a new quarterback. You're going to be bringing in certainly a new head coach. And I know Sharon Moore had some experience in that role with the suspension of Harbaugh. I want absolutely no part of Michigan in 2024. Can they make the playoff? Certainly. Can they win the national championship? I I can't see it. So not on Michigan. Oregon is is fascinating. I think Oregon is going to be the team that everybody is kind of on here in this college football season. Like there's always that one trendy team that everybody kind of likes, that sexy, flashy coach, either team that either has the fun coach, fun quarterback, whatever it may be. I think Dylan Gabriel is going to get a lot of love in the Heisman Trophy race for for betting purposes so you know there's a lot to like with this Oregon team at the end of the day though Denton like in these big games man they haven't been able to win any of them so until they can show me that they do that I I can't really back them Ohio State man this is the year like this is the year for the Buckeyes you got Michigan at home Will Howard's coming in at quarterback Caleb Downs comes over from Alabama one of the best defensive players one of the best players period in college football you bring in Quidshawn Junkins at wide receiver Mika Bukum comes back at receiver like they're just loaded everywhere and and it's a desperation year for Ryan Day like he has to win this season then I was post I was posing an interesting question across the network I want to get your thoughts on if Ohio State 
loses to Michigan yet again this year, but they still make the college football playoff, which certainly could happen. What do you think Ryan Day, what point does he have to get to for his job to feel safe? If he loses to Michigan, do you think he has to make it all the way to the national championship game or else he's fired? Like, what round would they need to make it to if they lose to Michigan yet again? Because you know, if they lose to Michigan again, he's going to be fired unless they make the playoff and they go a certain, like if he wins a national title, he's going to be back, even if they lose to Michigan. But is that what it's going to take? Does he have to make it to the title game? Like in your eyes, where, how far do you think he has to go for him to be back if they lose to Michigan? I will answer your question with a question. How good is Michigan? Like, is Michigan, uh, Michigan also is... in the college football playoff? If they're also in the college football playoff, yeah, obviously it sucks. It'll be the fourth year losing in a row. But if they have 11 wins, you lost to a good team, you might be able to see them again in the college football playoff with the way that the 12-team thing's going to work out. So there might be an opportunity at redemption. If you get to the national championship, everything is good and kosher. Right. If you still make the college football playoff, but it's Michigan's fifth win of the season – and their season's done, they're not even going to be bowl eligible, he's gone. He's gone unless they win a national championship. Like, if you lose to a good Michigan team, it's one thing. But if you lose your fourth in a row to a team that's not good, what is the reason that we are keeping you around here unless you're winning national championships? So if you're not winning a national championship and you're losing to a bad Michigan team, something has to change. Like, I know uh, Chip Kelly and Ryan Day have a, a nice relationship in the way that They've worked for one another, but just kind of opposite, right? Like Ryan Day started working with Chip Kelly. Now Chip Kelly is working with Ryan Day. But make no mistake uh, about this. There's not a lot of comfort in a guy that was a head coach now coming to your team to be an offensive an offensive coordinator. Like from a right. the football mind perspective, oh, Chip Kelly's calling players. Like that's great, but that's also a guy that is now waiting in the wings to take your job if you screw up again. And Chip Kelly would, he could do some things at a place with resources. Like he didn't like UCLA because UCLA didn't have resources. It's really difficult to uh, to recruit. This is gonna sound. This is gonna sound so bonkers. It's a lot easier to recruit to Columbus than it is to Southern California on the basis of football, right? Like for just everyday normal life, no, I'd rather be in Los Angeles than Columbus. But on the basis of football and pursuing a dream and potentially getting to the NFL, it's a lot easier to recruit a guy to play at Ohio State than UCLA. For one, your money is going to go a lot further in Columbus than it will in Los Angeles, and you'll get more money because Ohio State has resources that they're going to pour into the football team. So- it's like a nice story, but that dude is fully ready to take Ryan Day's job when Ryan Day screws up. And if they lose to Michigan, who is not going to be in the college football playoff, he has to win a national championship or he's gone. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a good point about the kind of season that Michigan has. Where are you on Michigan this season? Like, I mean, do you think that's a good bet at 11-1 to 1 for them to repeat? Hell I think that's one no. Of the, I think that's one of the worst bets on the board that you could make. Hell no. This is They're very similar to that 2019 LSU team in that like all of their good players are leaving. You know, that's one of the cool things in joining that fraternity. And by the way, I don't think, I think that 2019 LSU team would destroy the 2023 Michigan team the same way that I think that uh, those two Georgia teams 
that have found themselves in a very similar spot, which is for the Michigan team, right? But they have joined a unique fraternity in that you are really good, you won a championship, and over half of your starting lineup is going to get drafted into the NFL. The difference is you are now losing your coach too. Like, say whatever you want about Ed O. They lost their basically their entire starting offense and defense, but they still had Ed Orgeron. Now, Jamar Chase kind of... He didn't get drafted immediately, but he did the weird COVID thing where he, he sat out because he didn't want to play. So they were LSU is pretty doomed after that that 2019 team. Michigan to me is in the in the same spot. It's not like they have a guy at quarterback that was waiting in the wings. They did not have a JJ McCarthy to their Cade McNamara, right? Like when Cade McNamara left, they were like, Yeah, we we have this guy that we've been wanting to play anyway. They don't really have one of those guys. And as I watch some of these some of the senior bowl PJ and the all-star games. And as we've learned more and more about these Michigan players, I'm starting to realize just how good all of them were, even though they weren't being utilized properly. Like Roman Wilson's going to be a stud. Mm-hmm. He showed out like crazy. They just weren't even using him properly. They didn't want to throw the football because they were so good at running the ball. Well, they're losing a lot of their offensive line and a lot of their running game. So I have no idea why they are 11 to one. That feels like just respecting the fact that they won a championship last year. But I, I cannot get behind them at 11 to 1. Friends don't let friends skip leg day, and they don't let friends bet Michigan to win the 2024 national championship. It's just flushing money away. Well said. Well said. I think one of the most interesting teams heading in to this upcoming season is Penn State, man. I mean, Penn State is like the definition of that team that like you really want them to be good. They have the talent to be good. They just can't get over the the hump. They just can't do it. James Franklin cannot beat a top five team, especially on the road, and they just always struggle in big games. Last year, a lot of people thought it was going to be the year for Penn State. Like this, this truly is it. This is it. Aller is your guy who you've wanted. He's a junior. Your running backs are back. You went and got Julian Fleming from Ohio State in the portal at wide receiver. You're going to have a great defense. The schedule this year, you don't have to play Michigan, I believe, if you're Penn State. I know you get mm-hmm. uh, Oregon. Let me just double check their uh, their schedule. For I, w- I would add just one, one thing to what you said, PJ. I think they were the team, at least just yeah. for me. They were the team that you wanted to see succeed. I don't even want to see him succeed anymore. I'm so annoyed with James Franklin at this point. Like We heard all these stuff, these things about Drew Aller, and then in big games, they didn't let him throw. Like, yeah. What was the point of hyping this dude up as finally you're going to have an aerial assault on offense, and then when you play Michigan and Ohio State, you don't let the kid throw? So I don't even want them to be good. James Franklin got to let somebody else call plays. Like It's, it's beyond absurd at, at this point, the ego the ego and the audacity of that man is criminal nearly at this point. So I don't even want them to be good. Well, they brought in the uh, the new OC from Kansas to try and help him call plays. But Penn State's schedule this year, Denton, no Michigan, no Oregon, and Ohio State's at home. Like, this is their year. Could be an interesting team to watch. 25-1 to one to win the national championship. Can this be the year for James Franklin and company from college? We go to the pros. We're talking NFL next year. Sunday's bets, PJ Glasser, Denton day.